It's 4 o'clock in Los Angeles. It's 6 o'clock in Chicago. And it's 7 p.m. in the Big Apple. Hello, everybody. Mad Dog Scipio, joined as I am each and every week by the mouth of the South herself, Amelia the Pitbull Chapman. How are you, Amelia? Good. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? Everything good? Doing great, yes. Except a lot of rain here. You're the, uh, you're the only female in a bunch of uh, a, a, a group of, I don't know what to call us, rednecks. You can call me a redneck because I literally, <laughs> I'm, I'm like lobster red. I, I, I fell asleep out in the sun on Saturday. Oh, no. And I, my face matches my shirt. Tonight, a very, very special episode with a very special cast. Tonight, we pay tribute to one of my favorite movies of all time. In fact, it's it's a record holder of sorts. It's uh, yeah. one of the largest grossing films of all time. Smokey and the Bandit. Tonight, we are joined by the cast of Eastbound and Down, the ultimate Smokey and the Bandit tribute. Let me introduce the guys. First up, playing the character of Junior, is Mr. Jason Bobbitt. Jason, how are you, my friend? Good, how are you? I'm wonderful. Let me ask you a question, Jason, right off the bat. Um, your opinion, because you've been doing this for a little bit now. Uh, how has this film affected pop culture over the years? Uh, affected a lot of different ways. Um, a lot of different groups of people. Um, a lot of people can relate to the movie. Uh, a lot of policemen. Uh, every, it seems like every policeman we've talked to seems to know a uh, a Buford T. Justison Um a lot of the truckers uh, relates to a lot of the truckers as far as the the CB radio goes. Um, that was big. That was real big back then. Um, Bro, it's still sold more CB radio. <laughs> absolutely man. right. They had their own lingo back then. Yeah, that was something I want to talk to uh, to Buford and Bandit about. Um, let me introduce your uh, your daddy. Uh, that would be Sean Bailey. As Sheriff Buford T. Justice. Sean, welcome back. Well, it's good to be back. It's good to be seen here. It's good to have you, my friend. So let's talk about that. You, uh, you heard Jason mentioned um, the CB, uh, B, CB radio business, uh, the boom in, in CB sales, uh, the lingo. I, I didn't even know up until that point that truckers had their own kind of language. Um, oh, yeah. When you, those truckers, they, they keep that CB hot with all that CB handle jive. Yeah, I wasn't even aware of all that, to be honest with you. I, I just thought, you know, you know, hey, breaker, breaker, move the fuck over. I'm coming through, you know. And that was about it. That's, that's as much CB as I ever knew. But there's one more guy here. He is, uh, I guess he's the guy that everybody, you know, kind of uh, everybody really is. And wrapped around this one young man named Tim Phillips, he is the bandit. Because there, you know, you wouldn't have Smokey and the Bandit without the bandit. So let's talk to Mr. Tim Phillips. How are you, Tim? Tim, are you there? I don't think he can hear you. Uh, Tim can't hear you. Oh, there you go. Can you hear us, Tim? Probably has us on mute. Yeah. Um. Can somebody get a message to Tim? He can't hear us apparently. Tim, can you hear me? Uh, 
Tim, are you able to hear me? He can't hear. Mm-mm. He can't hear. He's talking. Hold on, Tim. We're going to get him. somebody's going to call you. Maybe we get Sean to give you a call. Um, but in the meantime, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's talk to Jason while we're trying to get. Um, where'd Jason go? Uh oh. There he is. There's Jason. <laughs> I tell you, Jason, I'm going to bring you up here while we're trying to get a hold of Tim because um, evidently he's got. Yeah, he just he just popped out and he may have to come back in. Um, okay. So, and I know Sean got up because he's probably calling him right now. <laughs> he's going, Your microphone ain't working, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Barrel of monkey nuts. Hush <laughs> puppies, daddy. That's wow. There he is. No All right, Jason, let me bring Tim back. Let me bring Tim back up. Hey, Man. I gave you this great buildup, and you <laughs> well, I was, petered out on me there, brother. Well, I was just like something Bert would do. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> I, was running, right? I was running from the Buford there. You showed Buford. I took off. Exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, the bandit and uh, and how you became the bandit. Um, I've seen photos of you. Right. Old photos of you. Uh, okay. Uh, when meeting Burt Reynolds as a fan, as a young, as a, a younger guy. Yep. Uh, how did you uh, embody the character of the bandit? And was it just a gift from God that you happened to be born with his face and his voice? <laughs> no, it was it was definitely a, a fan. You know, just blessed that, that uh, I got to meet Burt. And you know they say never meet your heroes. But he was such an impact on me after I met him. We hung out all day that day we was filming in, in 2006 in those old photos you've seen. And we just shot the bull and had a good time. And, and uh, the producer of the show's one brought it up, Bud Brunsman, who does overhauling and stuff like that. He said, uh, Tim, I'm taking these pictures of you and Bert walking around. I swear to God, you could pass for a son. I, I joked and laughed it off and... And then we went somewhere else, and he did it again, and I joked and laughed it off. And then me and Bert had to go out to a field to do a shot. And so uh, he told Bert when Bert threw his arm around me to do that shot, he said, Bert, I've been giving Tim heck all day long, saying he looks like your son. He looked at me and said, where was you born? I said, Florida. He said, you could be my son. So it went on from then on. And then uh, he grabbed me after the show and said, I, hey, I'm serious about it. He said, I do a, a magazine, Hot Rod Magazine, and I do Hot Rod TV. He said, if you'll get a red shirt and a cowboy hat, he said, and shave up, do the little mustache, because I had a goatee then. And uh, nobody was doing the, the, the mustard porn mustache in 2006. So, uh, yeah, he said, I'll put you on a high rod TV and high rod magazine. And it, it fell into place. And so. Isn't that remarkable? I love the fact that success stories still happen. And they happen to good people. Um, let's talk, uh, Sean. I want to talk to you a little bit more. I want to get into um, to really like the nuts and bolts of who Sean Bailey is and how it, how you came to embody Sheriff Buford T. Justice. People are going to see a video tonight. You guys are going to see lots of video tonight. Uh, one of the videos they're going to see, Sean, is uh, a younger Sean Bailey as uh, Joliet Jake Blues from the Blues Brothers. 
So you, uh, you've been around a long time. You've been pre- performing a long time. You've also been a celebrity impersonator slash lookalike for a very long time. How did you get into this, and, uh, and what was your first character? Well, the, um, let, me, let me break Buford T. Justice here and bring Sean Bailey in for just a moment. So that would go back to, man, I started in radio and was doing uh, voices for commercials, for, you know, just my regular radio show, mm-hmm. which then turned into uh, a passion for being a teenager, a passion for cars and, and music. And I just loved, um, loved the Blues Brothers. You know, mm-hmm. it was something that you didn't see a lot of people doing at the time and ended up um, vacationing in Florida to Universal Studios, a uh, little visit there and seeing the, um, the Blues Brothers tribute show that, that they put on throughout the, the day of the, at the park. And it was like, I love this. This was like living the, the dream, you know. Sure. And Absolutely. fast forward for a few years, ended up doing a uh, talent contest with uh, a cousin. And um, we did the Blues Brothers and had a lot of fun with it. So it was kind of like um, you cut me and I, I bleed Blues Brothers, you know. So it, uh, it turned into a, a thing of doing the Blues Brothers tribute and just having a having a good time and uh, paying tribute to uh, to John Belushi and mm-hmm. uh, just admired his acting ability. And then fast forward many years, and uh, I've always had some type of classic car, some type of hot rod. You know, I've had um, Dukes of Hazard cars. Um, I had a Trans Am years ago and sold it, and it was like we – we had built uh, generalese, you know, go, um, uh, um, and what am I trying to say? Um, Bluesmobile, Chicago police uh-huh. cars, sure. Arkansas State Trooper cars and stuff. Absolutely. And it turned into, man, I want to do another uh, Smokey and the Bandit type thing. So got a yeah. trans found it, and um, Tim just happened to be, you know, Tim's in Atlanta, Atlanta area, and he's going out doing the um, Smokey and the Bandit type tribute thing there for Bird, and he needed a Trans Am for a show in Missouri, and man, that was only about an hour away from where I'm at, so right. I uh, hit him up and said, man, I've got a Trans Am if you need to use it, and then it just kind of snowballed from there into um, coming out and having fun as, as Buford. Um, the, uh, the other gentleman that was doing, uh, Buford, he, um, he wasn't able to, to do it mm-hmm. as, as much and as often as, as he wanted to. Um, he's a great guy, uh, highly respect him. And he, he kind of had to step out of it for a little bit. And I come in and, uh, Tim and I joined up for some shows and, our chemistry together worked well for a bandit in Buford to. Oh, it's brilliant. Absolutely fine. brilliant. And then that's, that's where, where it ended up. Uh, Remarkable. Blues did you ever do the, the Sean, did you ever do the legends in concert? Circuit? Yes. Yeah. 
You know, did you ever work with uh, Steve McCoy? I know Steve, yeah. He's, I went Steve to high school. With, I, I grew up with Steve in the same town. He's a very dear friend of mine. And I kind of knew that you worked with him. I, I threw that. I, you know, everybody, first of all, if, if you worked for Legends, you know who Steve is. Oh, yeah. He's probably the greatest Tom Jones impersonator in the world. He's an icon. Bar none. Bar none. <laughs> bar none. So, and yeah, and I, um, you know, I grew up with him in the same time. It was, it's just funny, small world. So let me bring, I want to bring Tim back in over here. Um, Tim, now that you, uh, now that we got your, your ears working, everything, <laughs> everything's all good. So, um, now, come back. You got peanut butter some in your ears? There you go. So uh, you got, uh, you got this uh, remarkable chemistry with Sean. You, you, you kind of favor Bert heavily. Uh, and you sound like him. It's remarkable how you sound like him. So when did you realize that maybe you guys had some money in the bank here? Well, probably the first show we actually did together. I mean, as soon as it, uh, we came out with the um, with the car and the, me as Bert and him and as uh, Buford, I mean, we automatically got a response from the fans immediately. And um, we did a 12-mile uh, truck show. And I mean, it the fans just went crazy. So nice. yeah, the chemistry was there. We knew pretty much me and him both looked at each other and said, "Wow, we've got something here." Interesting so, stuff. It really is. It's, it's fascinating because we're going to talk to Jason here in a second, and we're going to put all we this just, together. We would shoot the lines back and forth. You know what I mean? And you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like talking to a girl that you 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 can you can uh relate to right when you're sure when you're trying to date somebody you know not i'm trying to date buford but you know i'd say <laughs> things he'd say things sure. and it just worked you see what i'm saying well, you and buford are a cute couple so shut up <laughs> <laughs> we've been together 47 years we ought to be exactly and he ain't kidding when he says tail grabbing his ass <laughs> Jason Bobbitt is up. Now, you play um, one of the most, <laughs> I think, one of the most beloved characters, uh -huh. uh, aside from Snowman. Who, And we're going to talk about Snowman in a second. Uh, Junior is just, he's a lovable lug. God bless him. He's just as dumb as a tree stump, you know. Puts up with all kinds of shit from his daddy. But when Junior speaks... Which is n not often, but when he does, out comes uh, roll some beautiful gems. Um, what are some of your favorite juniorisms? I would have to say I respect Mike Henry quite a bit for being able to keep a straight face as much as he did mm -hmm. back then in the movie. To be able to sit in the car with Jackie Gleason and... And here, Jackie spout off is is amazing. Um, some of my favorite ones is you know Hush Puppy, the Hush Puppy's daddy, um, Hush Puppy's daddy. Um, that one's a good one. That <laughs> 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 um, you know, any time we're sitting around and someone's you know we're thinking about something and it's a good idea, you know. Um, <laughs> He, he's a he, he's he's a level like you said. Um, I had to rewatch the movie. Being a fan, I had to rewatch the movie uh, and watch Junior, uh, watching in a way that I've never had to watch the movie before to see his character characteristics exactly. and and what he did. 
And that's what I want to talk about. It's the subtle nuances of Junior. It, Mike Henry is... People don't understand how brilliant an actor you have to be to downplay, like Jason said, exactly. to, to downplay working with Jackie Gleason, who everything that rolls out of his mouth is fucking funny. Okay? <laughs> Absolutely. Everything that rolls out of that man's mouth is hilarious. And to sit there with a, you know, a poker face and not crack up or laugh takes a lot of a discipline as an actor and willpower, believe it or not. Absolutely. You, when you're sitting there, you want to laugh. I mean, you're in the presence of the guy they called the great one, you know, and he was called the great one for a reason. He was good. He was that damn good. Um, we do a lot of driving back and forth in between the shows and stuff. And uh, just to be able to, to listen to, to Sean spot off the lines and we're sitting in the car um, and being a fan of the movie myself, being a huge fan um, it's 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 hard sometimes trying to keep a straight face when he he spouts off a line. What is this a drive-in movie? You know, I, I I have to keep a straight face. Oh, we got some outtakes of Sean. We want to hear some of those uh, that quick wit. Amelia, yes, you are the only female on this panel tonight. You are up, young lady. Yes, I'm going to throw you to the wolves. Have at it. Oh goodness. <laughs> uh, my question would be: um, I know that the last time you guys were. Uh, trying to cast the uh, the snowman. Have you guys uh, cast anybody for that role yet? Yeah, that's one of those things that's um, really a hard character to to find. Um, the Wait, the, the, the Jerry that's Reed uh, character, the way that Jerry played the part is just um, it, it's beyond amazing you know he was a high energy person and just the again the way that he played that part and being such high energy i don't know if there is anybody out there that could play tribute to him and do it in the the way that that jerry did right yeah it, but it's, We've talked it, about is it, a it is a critical part, though. It really is, Sean. It is. It and, is. and so at some point, um, it, it will probably have to be addressed. I'm sure a number of people have come forward to you and, and Tim and Jason and said, where's Snowman? He's picking up a load of manure and conjure. <laughs> Every show, every show. He's gonna be away man. for a while. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Tim, let's talk about that. Let's let's talk about that. Um, I'm gonna bring you up here. Right. So the character of Snowman, Bandit, and Snowman had this this brotherhood relationship. Um, Correct. So and and it's critical to the overall performance, in my opinion. It's like if you have. It's like serving a six-course dinner, but you only got five courses to serve. You know, do you do you run out and find a sixth course, or do, you, or do you serve a glass of water as the sixth course? You know, so the the point is, at some point, there's going to have to be snowman. 
Yeah, um, we're, we're, we've not turned anybody down. The thing is, we've not had anybody that stepped up and could play that part. So that's it's from, not that's like just this remarkable. Yeah, so that's the thing, really the, remarkable to me. Right. It's no man, you know, you got me and 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 Jason and uh, and Sean playing our parts as best that we can, and we, you know, we do a pretty dang good job. But so the snowman can't just be coming in there and just wearing the clothes. He's got to be that energy. He's got to yeah. have. Yeah. He's got to have the love for smoking the bandit like we do. And those oh gosh, sure. So you know, we not only do these, we actually love the movie and we love the characters and respect the characters. So um, you know, it's hard to find somebody that's got that kind of time, devotion, and all the talent. So yeah, you know, when we have we have shows where you know we do have a, a girl that steps up every once in a while, Mandy, and does Frog, and she does a great job, but she can't do it full time either. It's a full time gig to fly around and do these shows. Sure, so, absolutely. Well, let's talk about that. Um, in fact, I'll, I'm going to start with you, and we'll go around the horn. Um, when you guys do a Smokey and the Bandit run, and let's talk talk in terms of what is a Smokey run? Uh, and where does it start? Where does it emanate? Uh, where does it conclude? Is it, is it from city to city? Is it a multi-day event? How does a, a smoky uh, eastbound and down run uh, commence? It's all in the promoter. So the promoter calls us and tells us what he's got in mind. We tell him what we can do, and we kind of work it out in between. So uh, Got it. Interesting. It's, it's Very a, interesting. It so on it's one-day show, two-day show, three-day show. We can do several different things. He also, the promoter, will decide whether, you know, he wants the truck there, this car there, just the, you know, just this character, that character. So everything's got to be budgeted and planned out accordingly. Then when we know who's going to be there, then we try to figure out what skit we can pull, what right. shows we can do, and how we can entertain the crowd best with what we got. Interesting. Interesting. It's very different than what I imagined. I thought it was going to be something like a set show, kind of like a, a traveling circus. They got certain acts they take on the road with them. And and they they set up shop here and they set up shop here, but it's the same show. But with you guys, you're saying no, it's not the same show. It's whatever they want it to be. Yeah, a lot of the same stuffs there. You'll get the characters, you'll get the cars, you will get a skit. It may depend on who, which characters you have to, to do the skits and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So. It just depends on uh, what's available and what we can do. It also depends on what the law allows us to do in that town. Well, let's know, so talk yeah. about that. That's a real good point, Tim. Uh, Sean, let's talk about the law. Let me go to the lawman here. Um, let's talk about that. The, Tim brings up a good point. That you have to go into various municipalities uh, and abide by their local laws. Um, has a situation arisen? where uh, you guys may have treaded um, upon local jurisdiction, got yourself in trouble maybe once or twice? No, actually, I can honestly say that, that when we go in, uh, prior to us going in, normally the promoter will um, contact the local agencies to let them know that there is a uh, Smoking the Bandit tribute uh, coming to town. It's eastbound and down. And it, it, very surprisingly, a lot of them know 
uh, who we are. They're already familiar with us. So we uh, we proudly support all the the men and women of, of law enforcement, and uh, you know we'll we'll abide by any laws or anything. But also when we we do go into um, the different areas, mm-hmm. um, we're we're going out and we're not going to really, as, as you would say, break any laws. Um, we did a show in um, here just recently in uh, Gallatin, Tennessee, and the police department actually shut down the roadway for us. So we really? could do a 15 minute skit that just happened to be in front of the, the event center that we were doing the show. Um, that's beautiful. We've also up in um, in uh, Helen, Georgia, had the the same thing where they shut the uh, the roadway down so we could recreate a scene of the the Trans Am coming into um, into a, an area that was used in the movie. So yeah, it was uh, it was really cool. We've had them um, actually join in and and help with the pursuit. Um, we've had and. Um, well, I don't want to give away too much information on it just because of, of the oh, excitement. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, that's, that's why, that, that's why it, it it actually serves you well that you can give away all the information you want and it's still going to be whatever show that area promoter wants it to be. So, right. you know, you got a, a certain amount of information you can play with and a lot you, you literally keep under your hat, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, there was there was a show that uh, unfortunately that I missed uh, last year, and Jason and Tim um, last minute notice because I was unable to to be there. Um, they got in touch with local law enforcement, and they were very excited to uh, to come out and be a part of a pursuit. And as they are uh, pursuing uh, the bandit, um, I guess uh, some some marshals were were there and were able to apprehend a uh, a criminal. So, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you know, it, it really looked like it was a part of the show. So you know, That's there beautiful. was some excitement there. I love it. Let me bring up. Uh, I'm going to bring up Jason over here. Jason, yeah, you're the quiet one of the group here. Uh, but I, I've been I've been trolling your your Facebook here a little bit lately. I'm perusing your pictures. Uh, you know, did, Junior's um he's the, the 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 shy, quiet, strong, silent type. But apparently, that this Junior gets the girls. <laughs> so, uh, it depends on the location. Well, I'm, I, I'm <laughs> but I am happily married, so. <laughs> Well, I, 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 I'm saying that because I'm looking around and there are a lot of women around you getting autographs and, um, you know, having you sign parts of their shirt. Uh, yeah. Say that. Uh, we, we, we've signed quite a bit. So, and I know that you're married and I'm not going to get I promise you I will not get you in trouble with the wife. <laughs> she, she's Bob, there. She sees it all. Because remember, there, there was a Mrs. Bobbitt at one time. <laughs> there was a Mr. Bobbitt. Uh, oh. But they're, they're, we're, we're way ahead of the game now. So. And they made local news, yes. Yes, absolutely. So, but let me ask you a serious note. Um, 
you do a lot of traveling now, and uh, I'm sure there's times when you're spending uh, you know days at a time away from the family. Um, how does that uh, affect the family life? Does your wife understand it? Does she go with you? What's the situation? She goes with me just about. A, I think she's been in almost every show. Wow, um, beautiful. We've got two kids. They're grown and out of the house, so it uh, it helps to have someone there to you support. Got it made, and... You got it made. I ain't that lucky. <laughs> <laughs> it, it helps to have a supportive supportive uh, partner Mine in this. Still lives in a home. <laughs> and we do a, we do quite a bit of traveling. Amelia, yes. Questions for Eastbound and Down. Yeah, either one. Uh, what, uh, either one of you guys. Which is your favorite scene to do? Mm. You know, uh, for me, uh, recently, well, up until recently, it was the Diablo sandwich scene. Uh, that was that was a blast to do. Um, every time we have done it, we we do it in one take. Um, unlike the movie that had 10, 15 takes for for that scene. We we would do it in one take because we've got a live live audience there to to see it. So you um, have to get it right. <laughs> right. So here recently, I was able to use a um, a chop top Buford car for one of our reenactment scenes, and just to be able to drive that car. Um, that Gene Kennedy of Bandit Movie Cars supplied for us to use for that show uh, was just amazing. Um, so here, here coming up, um, our next show uh, will have that have a chop top that we're currently building uh, to be able to go wow. along on the on the circuit with us. So for me, I would say it is now going to be the uh, any of the the chop top driving scenes because we go from uh, chasing uh, Tim the Bandit in the Trans Am with the hardtop car, yeah. and then we duck out, um, you know, around a building or something, and then the next thing you see is here we come in in the chop top, and. You know, we we lost the top, so duck, are you wow. gonna be talking out your ass? And then so. put it in the back and it was in the back seat. That was yeah. funny. <laughs> well, I'll tell you top. what, Amelia, uh, yeah. I will uh, I will continue with you, Amelia. Right after this commercial break, we will be right back right after this. Just wanted to start a business when something surprising happened. Today, I'm going to teach you how to crochet. She started crocheting like a lot and her friends noticed. Jess, you need to sell those. So she signed up for Shopify and started building her business. Yes, I love that. And after a lot of hard work, this happened. Oh my gosh, I just made my first sale! You see, every day, hundreds of businesses get their first sale on Shopify. We got dang! And the next could be you. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life... And become your own boss. Build it on Shopify. 
made iHeartRadio the fastest growing music app in the U.S. Why? Because we connect you to all of your favorite music and radio stations in one free app. And this fall, prepare to take control of how you listen to the radio. Replay. That song on your radio you just can't hear enough? Immediately replay and sing along again. Save. Save the music you love on the radio directly to your playlist. Play. Search for and play any song on demand. Skip. Unlimited skips. Offline. Take the music from your favorite stations offline. Introducing iHeartRadio Plus and iHeartRadio All Access. Your radio now on demand. We are back with What's the Buzz, America's Best Podcast. I am the Mad Dog, Angelo DeCipio, joined as I am each and every week by Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman. Tonight, a very special look at a very special film, Eastbound and Down, the ultimate Smokey and the Bandit tribute. When last we were up, Amelia, you were center stage. Questions, young lady? Yes, um, I was going to ask, I guess, um, either one of you guys want to answer the question as well, which was your favorite scene? I can go ahead. Yeah. Bring me up. So uh, my favorite scene, since I'm the bandit guy, is any scene with the Trans Am because I like the show off. Yep. I'm a true <laughs> show off person anyway. So if I'm in the Trans Am, it's going to be on. And Sean and Jason will approve of this message because there's been a many a time <laughs> I've told them we're going to do one lap around the show and they wind up doing three laps because I get in <laughs> bandit mode and I can't stop. And so uh, they're like, here he goes. Here it goes. <laughs> so anytime I'm in the Trans Am, whether it's the Ready Roy scene, the sorry, I don't want to get married scene, or, uh, you know, they haven't let me jump the bridge yet. That's the only oh, one. No. Oh, man. <laughs> but I would well, do We're going to actually see yeah. that scene later on, actually. We're going to take a look <laughs> at that scene later on. I'll tell you what, Tim, Um, this is a great segue, actually. Let's take a look at some uh, some news footage. I believe this is from... Um, smoking the bandit day in Joplin, Missouri. Let's take a look. So now I actually have somebody here in our chat. Uh, your random PAO says, I've been to three of their shows. Two Bandit Runs and uh, the Sometimes in Kentucky show. Always a great time. They always put on a great show. Um, let's talk about that. Do shows vary? Uh, either of you, anybody who wants to answer, the shows vary upon location and geographical uh, distance? Do you, I mean, can you do more in a rural area than you can in a... That's a more cityed area. Yeah, it kind of depends on the room. The room that we have uh, to do the skits. Uh, the more room we've got, the more we can play with. Um, also, as long as the crowd is participating. So sometimes the crowd likes to 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 get in there and and get close. So sometimes we've got to well, ask the local law enforcement to back them up. A, that's a great segue, boy. That's a great segue, Jason. Uh, have you guys ever, and you can answer this too, Jason. I want you to answer, and then we'll go around. Have you ever um, been in too close a proximity to a fan where they thought maybe they were part of the show? 
No, we've had a couple instances where people like to to get too close to the cars while we're while we're sitting um, taking pictures or something like that. But mm-hmm. no, as far as the as far as that goes, for the most part, everybody stays stays pretty clear, um, especially with the help of any of the local police departments. So, yeah, you work heavily with law enforcement, don't you, Jason? No, uh, we do every town we go to. We're we're law enforcement is right there with us. Tim, let's talk about that. Um, this is a, it's not your usual traveling show. Uh, you have to be aware of uh, traffic laws, people around you, super aware of your surroundings for sure. Um, being the charismatic character of the bandit, are there people, particularly the women around, who don't know that this is a show? <laughs> <laughs> I have had them get caught up into the uh, to the show, and they they step in a little bit too far out into the road, kind of mm-hmm. situation. And you know, you, everybody says, "What are you going to do when you know somebody keeps easing out?" And I said, "Well, when a car is running fifty-five mile an hour, hopefully they'll move." You know, but uh, most of the time we haven't had any issues other than they yeah. get like Jason said, they kind of. You know, you, they get caught up in the moment, and they, they find themselves walking toward us like they're magnet magnetically pulled toward yeah. the, the scene and so that's uh, interesting um uh, do you use the same girl to play frog yeah pretty much we okay. use the same uh, mandy smith's her name so okay. uh, give her a shout out she's not here with us tonight but yeah she's played frog she does a great job she she nails it every time and um she's she's a big fan too so that helps how difficult was it to find someone that was willing to play frog well, what happened was she was actually Miss Firebird Fest up there when Sean mm-hmm. was sick that time and wasn't able to make it. And mm-hmm. so we needed another character, and I called her knowing that she was already kind of a performer because she was already Miss Firebird Fest, so she was good with crowds and people. And that's what right. you got to have to play these characters because, you know, you're going to stand there and take pictures for hours with people, and you got to smile and smile and smile and smile mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, have a good time. And you got to have somebody that's prepared to do that. You can't just yeah. pull any you know person off the uh assembly line there and say hey can you stand here for hours and smile for these people uh, yeah you gotta, gotta be groomed for that kind of stuff and so oh, sure. sure i called her and i said we got a situation where uh you know we're down a character and want a, a main character i said it would be great if we could introduce you as frog and then me and Jason actually went out to dinner that night with his wife, Heather, and found the local police to actually get them to come help out. And they were more willing. I mean, we walked over to the table, and I was already in bandit mode, not like dressed, but, but in the, the mustache and, you know, everything else mode. And I walked over, and the guy says, holy cow, I need to get a picture with you. And I said, before that, though, we need something really quick. <laughs> and so, right. Explained to him that we was down a uh, Buford. And they said, hey, you're talking to the police chief and the uh, captain, so we got you. And I don't know if they already had this bus rigged, like Sean said, but next thing you know, we had two cops chasing us. Jason rode one of the cops. <laughs> Mandy Smith rode with me as Frog. We go through the parking lot at Firebird Fest at Gazeway Motors, and somebody got arrested at the end of it. And thank goodness it wasn't Well, I'll tell you what, if you're going to chase criminals, you may as well have fun while you're doing it. Right. Here's kind of an off the wall question. How many changes of red shirts and blue jeans do you have for this character? I have I have three that I bring. And okay. Um, 
So I was going to say, man, because you're wearing the same shit every show. <laughs> right. right. Every show. Every but, show. Um, so uh, let's take another look. I want to bring um, I want to bring Sean up here. I need the uh, I need Sheriff Buford T. Justice up here. Hello, Sheriff. <laughs> I need I need I need some some advice, Sheriff. Um, I got you. Spoke the, to your to, to your boy Junior before the show started, and he informs me, Sheriff, that uh, no matter what you do. No matter what you say to him, he loves you so much that he ain't never leaving home. I thought you were gonna try to throw him under the bus for a second. No, I would never throw anybody <laughs> under the bus. So what, what, what have you to say to your son? <laughs> Don't threaten me like that, son. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Let me tell everybody about Eastbound and Down. These are amazing characters. Our incredibly talented individual, Sean Bailey, is a celebrity impersonator, a lookalike, and a dead ringer for Jackie Gleason. He is the ultimate Buford T. Justice. Sean Bailey's partner in this endeavor is Mr. Tim Phillips. Tim is the bandit. He personifies everything Burt Reynolds. He is a Burt Reynolds lookalike, an actor, and a stunt performer, and he travels the road as Bandit, and what is Bandit's real name? Which one thing we never learned in the in the film, really? Bo Darvel. Bo, it was yeah. Bo Darvel. Yep, Bo Darvel. All right, and of course, as well, an actor, Jason Bobbitt, is a performance artist whose latest incarnation is Junior. Buford T. Junior Justice. Junior Buford. Is it Buford? <laughs> It's Buford Jr. Damn it, I'll get it right. <laughs> I'll get it right. I swear to God, I'll get it right. Buford it's Justice Jr. Buford Justice Jr. <laughs> See that? I got you, Jason. I got your ass covered. <laughs> so let's talk about this a little bit. Amelia, mm -hmm. I am. I promised you I wasn't going to steal the, the, the show tonight, so I'm going to let you jump in here and ask away. Have at it, and... Uh, there you go, kid. Because I was, um, we were talking about the CB handles and everything like that. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, what's his, um, I know that you guys did that a lot and everything with the CB handles. Uh, what was um, something that you guys can uh, say something to each other as a CB handle? Well, mine is smoking bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, mine I think is I understand what I meant. Believe it or uh -huh. not, it, it's rare, but I do. I understand what Amelia's getting at. <laughs> um, oh, are you which, trying to say uh, ten ten on the side? I'll mm -hmm. be ten ten on the side. That's a CB, some CB mm -hmm. slang. We got that. Uh -huh. Yeah, or I'll, 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 yeah, I got the on, on your side, back door. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted like to. Ten one hundred. Ten one hundred. Ten hundred. Thank God it's not ten two hundred. Right. Yeah, ten one hundred. You, go. you gotta go take a squirt, right? Yep. And I, I just take a with a Kojak with a Kodak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kojak with a Kodak. That's the first yeah. first time I ever heard that. I'm like, that's mm -hmm. fucking brilliant. I love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're gonna Bubble take gum. another look. Uh, we have another another piece of film here. We're gonna take a look. Um. And I believe this, we're going to call this uh, this clip uh, The Dukes Meet uh, Bandit. I think this is Dukes Meet Bandit. Let's take a look. Oh. 
By the way, I got to tell you something. They are, and, and no bullshit, those guys are the best Dukes of Hazard lookalikes I've ever seen. They, and it they, didn't hurt that you had John Schneider there. <laughs> that didn't hurt you at all. But those guys were great. Yeah. Um, I, I want to bring Tim up in this one. Um, Tim, the, the, these guys, um, they hung out with you look like most of that time. Um, talk to me about the, the Duke Bandit connection. How did you guys hook up with the Dukes? Well, I mean, pretty much... Uh... If you like Smokey and the Bandit, you like Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard was wrote from Smokey and the Bandit. All he did was change a couple of key things. Smokey and the Bandit, we had Coors Beer, which was illegal. Dukes of Hazard decided to use moonshine. Moonshine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You had a. Can I tell you something? I, I, I'm, I'm going to give away the fact that I'm a city guy. You know, I, I had never watched the Dukes of Hazard. I right. never seen that one episode. I had no idea what they were. Or no. Yeah, well, Amelia, I'm sure you did. Oh, yes, I did. I'm sure you did. I'm sure. For some reason, they thought fast cars, uh, good-looking, handsome guys, and a, and a cute girl would work. I don't know. It seemed, That seems to be the connection is the cars. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So much so that uh, I want to play a clip here, and uh, maybe we can get uh, uh, Tim and uh, Sean to... to comment on this. I don't know, Jason, if you were involved in this. Let's take a look at this. <laughs> By the way, we're looking at the Danny Coker, the uh, infamous Count from Count's Cars. You can see that it's a great car show. I love that show. <laughs> So tell me, how did uh, how did you guys hook up with uh, with Danny Coker? So Danny and uh, Gene Kennedy from Bandit Movie Cars got in touch with each other, and so working with Bert and Gene back in the day. So in 2013, we kind of fast forwarded, but in 2013, Gene Kennedy called me and said, "Can you come and work as a, a look like for Bert Reynolds?" And I would go to the shows with Bert. And I would drive the cars and do the stuff for Bert while Bert was in makeup and getting hair done and stuff like that. And then he would later come out and sign autographs and uh, spend time with the fans. Well, right. he had signed on to uh, have some of his cars auctioned off at Barrett Jackson that weekend. So we had all the cars there. Danny drove the Bandit car across the stage that weekend, and I drove the Hooper car across the stage that weekend. And that's how that all came about. So we were all there getting ready to take off. We had the storage wars Garrett, uh, guys there, Dan and Laura. I don't know if you saw them in the photo there. But. So that's Beautiful. where that all came about. We were in Las Vegas. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love Vegas. I lived in Vegas for a long time. Yeah. Um, let's take a look at this. Keep it wound up the round 90. <laughs>
And that's uh, that's Frog dumping Junior's ass and hitching a ride with the bandit. I so, um, oh, I'm sorry, Amelia. Did you were you finished no. with your question? Yeah, I was finished. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, poor Junior. <laughs> question we have a question from the chat room. Um. Well, oh, the guy in the chat room wants to know where's Sheriff Branford. He's had a little trouble on radio. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sure, Branford, by the way, was the, the tall black gentleman. Uh, I believe he was, what was that, Georgia? Is yes. that where he was? Georgia? Okay. Eaton County, Arkansas. Oh, he, he oh okay, right. Arkansas. He was Arkansas. Arkansas. That's right. Like Little Rock or someplace, right? <laughs> um, we're going to take a look at, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this here. We're going to take a look at this uh, the classic scene done brilliantly, by the way, by uh, Sean Bailey and Tim Phillips. If you don't know the Diablo sandwich routine, you got to see it. You got to witness it. Jackie Gleason was brilliant, but if you know, barring Jackie, and he's not here anymore, God rest him. But Sean Bailey still is by God, and so is Tim Phillips. Let's take a look at the Diablo sandwich. I have some cheeseburgers to go with a glass of iced tea. Yeah, okay. I'll show you, man. Dollar Here you go, keep the change. Thank you. Just keep your eye out for that bandit. <laughs> Let me have a Diablo sandwich and a Dr. Pepper and make it fast. I'm in a god dang hurry. <laughs> you want something? We got no time for that crap! Diablo, Doc. Thank you, night, lady. You're welcome. Must be in a hell of a hurry, huh, Sheriff? You got your ass on that one. Um, you get there. You got a little mess there. Much fire. Who are you chasing? Somebody chasing you? Nobody chasing me, boy. I'm chasing a goddamn maniac. I'm all the way from Texarkana. All the way to here. What is it? Bank robber? Bank robber? Bank robber babies here compared to what this dude was doing. Almost killed 20 law officers, driving through people's backyard, knocking down mailboxes, got a broad in the car, took her across state lines, and that's a man out. And I don't think he's got a permission. And that's kidnapping. How's that for hygiene? Hello. Oh, oh, no. Let me pay for it. Let me pay for it. Your options are locked. Your options are locked. Right. 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 Thank you. 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 Right. Official showing of the movie and a question and answer session with Burt Reynolds and fellow cast member Susie Ewing. The event continues tomorrow with even more in store. 
And tomorrow we have a big festival starting at 11 o'clock with musical acts all day long. A Burt Reynolds lookalike contest. We just have a lot going on. So if you are anywhere, if you're not in Jonesboro right now, Jonesboro, Georgia, it's the place to be. We'll see Burt Reynolds showing up for that. The event also features the 11th annual Bandit Run, one with 250 cars, primarily Pontiac Trans Ams. We'll roll into the area for attendees to enjoy. It's a good so how did that come about, you guys? The Tim, last you want part? to take that one? Yeah, so that was, a, again, that was the 40th anniversary of Smoking the Bandit that they filmed in Jonesboro, Georgia. So the Bandit Run came to Georgia for the 40th anniversary. Bert was actually there. And so he's underneath the tent watching me to reenact that scene where we go around the snowman truck to pick up the beer. And so mm. that was one of the probably most memorable days of I'll ever have in my life working with Bert and doing that scene for him. And I actually drove his Trans Am in that scene. Well, it's funny you say that because the next clip that's up is I call this Tim Phillips tribute to Bert. Let's take a look. You 
Tim, was it difficult watching Burt grow old? Well, knowing him back in 2006 and then watching him later on, it it was tough because you, you you know you just you feel like you're slipping away. Real, his mind was always there, and his humor was there, and his wit was there. But you know you could you know I'm having to help him a little more, a little more get to these shows and stuff. I see what you did there with that video. Now you're trying to make me cry on one of these talk shows like Oprah. <laughs> well, I, 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 I said, I'll tell you why I did that. Uh, <laughs> there's no better or more fitting way. To pay tribute to the film Smokey and the Bandit or Burt Reynolds himself than just get in a car and take a drive. I mean, that's the essence of the movie was the open road, really. Correct. I mean, you know, the, the beer was just subtext. But it was a guy, you know, a guy loving his car in the road. And was- a nice chick next to him. <laughs> Definitely get in that car and take off. You feel the freedom that America's built on. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I do. How many, how many sure people? Does. How many people have been in the situation where they they've had a bad day at work or a bad day at home and some stuff went on that is out of their control, but they get in the car and take a drive and it just chills everything out. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what. On that note, we'll be right back. Do you have sweaty balls or volleyball netty balls? It's time to make them ready balls. TheManscape.com Lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code WRESTLINGFUTURE for a generous 20% discount. That's enter WRESTLINGFUTURE for a 20% discount. Manscaped.com and Wrestling with the Future going balls to the walls with Manscaped.com and the Lawnmower 3.0, your balls will thank you. And so will we. By the way, Amelia, that's Sean Bailey. <laughs> Long time ago. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this after after this clip. Sean, is that you? Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. He's relaxing. That was I, he's either going to he's going to cuss me out for saying this is him or or, or it's him. So let's check.
Another tribute to Smokey and the Bandit. Let's talk about some of the vehicles used in this traveling road show. Um, Jason, I'm going to bring you up here. You've been too quiet for too long. I'm going to bring up here. Let's talk about this 18-wheeler. Does this truck travel with you guys? Um, there's a couple different ones that get used for different shows. Um, people that we know that own them. Um, just depending on location of which truck that we use, uh, depending, you know, depending on the show. That's interesting. Um, it's really interesting that you say that. Uh, Tim, Sean, um, that's an almost identical replica of the uh, the truck used in the movie. Where do you, you don't just come upon a truck like that, right? No, it's um, it's own, but both of the the trucks that we we go to are our go to snowman trucks. They are um, they're super fans like we are. So they have um, Wayne. His his truck is is um, probably as close as you can get. There's there's uh, probably four or five trucks that have um, have the snowman scheme and everything. But Wayne's is is really nice. We enjoy having Wayne uh, out at our shows. Uh, but he is just a, a big Smokey and the Bandit fan, and his truck was even featured on Gas Monkey Garage when uh, Richard Rawlings. Um, done the uh the smoking the bandit type episode right. and richard played the bandit and they used uh wayne's truck um for a couple of the scenes in the the tv yeah. show interesting stuff uh remarkable that this film has spawned an entire industry of memorabilia question for you guys do you own any of the film's original memorabilia I wish. Do you tell me? I wish. There's. I have several several pieces that are from that era of actual stuff from Smoking the Bandit. I can't think I have any. I have, like I said, I have same jacket and stuff on the wall here behind me. Uh, I do have the original Stroker Ace jacket on the wall that I got. Now, Tim, is, is that those jackets that were worn by Bert? Uh, the Stroke Race jacket was won by won by Bert in the movie Stroke Race. Now, so that was his actual jacket. Okay, correct. Wow, beautiful. Uh, I do have uh, the black shirt with the roses that he gave me out of his closet. I don't know if it's the one from the movie, but there it oh, is. That, I know that shirt. Oh boy, why do I know that? Get a bandit part two, and then okay. uh, and then several. You know, he's, I had several Bert's clothes. How I knew how little, you know, Bert was bigger than life. So when I first met him, I was surprised that he was, you know, more my height, 5'10", in that situation. And when he put the cowboy boots on, he was six foot. So I didn't think, you know, ever think of playing Bert because when I seen him in movies, he was, you know, six, six, seven, and bulletproof to me, you know. Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, every movie portrayed him as, a, you know, uh, a sex symbol and a, a you know big tall burly guy <clears throat> he was the only guy that character that you know his he could be sexy and dangerous at the same time you see what absolutely. i'm saying absolutely that was his absolutely uh, beautiful 
big draw. I watched a show recently called Bandit. It's an it's an old documentary, and I watched a, a lot of that in preparation for the show. Um, right. How much is the Hal Needham influence seen in your on your road show? I'd say with Bert, I mean, they, he dressed like Hal. You know, Hal was the first person to dress like you've seen in that show, The Bandit. Hal was mm-hmm. the first person to wear, to me, what I call a village people look, where it was almost um, over the top for a guy to wear girls' type clothes. Bert's actually wearing uh, women's pants and smoking a bandit. A little secret out there. You know, I'm glad you said that because I heard that and I didn't believe it. Yeah, because I asked yeah. because I'm trying to get as accurate when I'm talking with Bert and working with Bert. I'm trying to get as accurate as he was back then. I, if you've seen those pictures, I lost from 193 down to 173 and thought I was perfect Bert weight. And well, so- I'll tell you what. It's funny you say that because uh, in that film clip that we saw uh, of the, the news, the news clip that we saw, your right. face was a lot heavier in that news clip. Correct. So yeah, sure that's when they first asked me to start doing it, when uh, uh, Bud Brunsman and them asked me to start doing it, you know, I said, well, let me lose a little weight and get into Burt weight. So I thought Burt probably looking at the movie because camera puts on so much weight. I thought, well, yeah. he probably weighs around 173. I right. lose the weight, go to the 40th anniversary to do the show for him. And I get over and sitting with him and I, and I told him how. I, I hated losing the weight because I had to cut out my breads and my sweet tea and everything. And he goes, well, how much do you weigh? And I said, 173. He looked at me and said, I weighed 152 pounds when I filmed Smoking a Bandit. Wow. So he wow. had gotten he sick filming the movie before that. Oh, yeah, he had gotten sick. If you go back now and, and look, you can really see it when he gets out of the car at Unicoi and where he kisses Frog. You really wow. see how small he actually was. Gee, but, uh, brother, my leg yeah, weighs one fifty. Holy shit! <laughs> so Damn. yeah, it's a, it was a, it was a tr- trick to get down to that because that's weight that you you know you weren't ready for. And the only reason yeah. he lost that weight is because he got sick. He uh he got hypoglycemic from filming Nickelodeon, the movie before that. He started yeah. out Nickelodeon around seventy three, and then by the end of it, he's one fifty. Yeah. So that I knew. Uh, Sean, right. I'm going to bring you back up here. Um, what's next for Sheriff Buford T. Justice? Where you go now? Uh, let's see. We've got Owensboro Bluegrass Legends Experience. That's where in the hell is Owensboro, that? <laughs> Kentucky. Where Where is that? Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky. Owensboro, Kentucky. <laughs> Bless you, be the Bluegrass <laughs> Blues Brothers band. No, that's that's a different movie. No, <laughs> yeah, right, uh, exactly. They um, love us. They're, they're doing a kickoff to the Snowman Run, which is very similar to the Bandit Run, and we have been asked yeah. to come in and help kick off the uh, the Snowman Run, Beautiful. and that's in Owensboro, Kentucky. Um, yeah. So that'll be a, a lot of fun. Then we head to Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas. And do a comic con with uh, Little Enos, Paul Williams. And oh, beautiful! We'll be up in uh, Buckner, Missouri, to do Wayne Stock, uh, KC Wayne Stock. Um, that is a um, 
a music festival, car show, and mm -hmm. raising funds and for a good cause. So it, it's it's a good good show there. Uh, we we it's a friend of ours that puts this on, and for the past three years, we've always said that we were going to make an appearance there and be a part of the show. And we end up getting booked that weekend for another show. So last year we blocked out this date yeah. so we could make an appearance there and be a part of, of Wayne stock and really looking forward to that. Then we head back to Kentucky, Albany, mm -hmm. Kentucky for the uh, foothills festival that right. we will be returning to for the second year. So. Well, let yeah. me ask you the magic question then. When does eastbound and down come eastbound and down we uh <laughs> let's well uh you know there's a whole country over here eastbound. <laughs> well, there's, there's a whole there's a whole world over here of smoky fans on the east coast you know new york new jersey maryland delaware up and down the eastern seaboard here that love this film and we're we don't have access to you guys so Tim, all we uh, need is uh, the an event. Um, have them contact us, banditandbuford.com. You got or it. Bufordandjunior.com. Either way, it gets you to us and uh, put in that request. And uh, let's do it. Will, all right. We will see if we can come together and and make things happen. I we will love definitely. To get out to the East Coast. I will put my pedal to the metal and my thing to the floor okay especially here in florida too absolutely, absolutely. jason bob we, uh, what is next for you my friend same thing owensboro uh can't wait for the next show talking about it and we uh a lot of things going to these shows so uh, jason is living his character he's the silent <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all yeah, I was. Uh, I never had, didn't have the uh, the background of acting or or anything like that. It was you're just, learning on the fly, brother. You're learning on the fly. Absolutely. Pretty much every day is a new experience. So loving the loving the journey so far. It's you great. Got two great teachers there. Just absorb. Be a sponge. Yes, my, both my acting teacher told me be a sponge. Yeah, both uh, both Tim and uh, Sean are both uh, they're both my heroes. So beautiful. Well, I tell you, you what, bring up the bandit himself, <laughs> Tim Phillips. What's next for for the bandit, Tim? Well, I just go from place to place and do what I do best. Go off. What's that? <laughs> Great hearts and kiss girls. I know, right? It's a tough life. It's a tough life. Yeah. Hey, somebody got to do it, right? Right. It's tough playing the bandit sometimes. These girls, they, they want, they want you to judge their bikini contest, and you know, they, it's, it's crazy, crazy. <laughs> a programming note tomorrow night: Becoming Paul. What it's like to be America's number one Paul McCartney lookalike. He will join us tomorrow night. Phil Shaffron of the Fab Lads. He will be here tomorrow night to talk about becoming Paul McCartney. Next week, a very, very special series of shows. We have two nights of riveting, compelling biblical drama. The Shroud of Turin. If you do not know it, look it up. The Shroud of Turin. That will be our subject for two straight nights. 
two very special nights of two hour shows. Amelia, what else we have coming up? Uh, actually, you're going to be on vacation for a little bit. Yeah, but don't tell well, nobody where. <laughs> well, so, uh, back from vacay. Uh, We're going to talk you? about, I'll tell you what, though, I'm glad it's a good segue, though. When we come back from vacay, we are going to talk about what really happened to the Titanic. Did it, in fact, sink? Or was that the sister ship, the Olympic? New information is coming out that says perhaps the Titanic is still with us. And many believe they know exactly where it's at. I'm not going to tip the hat. Watch the show. But in the meantime, for Sean Bailey, for Tim Phillips, and for Jason Bobbitt, I am the Mad Dog, Angelo DeCipio, for Amelia the Pitbull Chapman. Thanks for joining us. Join us tomorrow night on What's the Buzz, America's Best Podcast. Take care, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye.